0: this week's episode of the Gratic Doom Dragons podcast here on the Five Star Network. I am as always your host Sonder Bjorn and we are a podcast all about Dragon Gate and DDT. Today we have the full trio back. Yannick and Dylan are both here. How are you guys
1: doing? I'm doing fine. Thanks for having me back. Though I do have to say Paul did a very good job last week, so I don't think I missed much except paul you know what i mean i should stop talking already
2: you did a fantastic job just with that segment yannick and that's the kind of thing we we missed from you last week but thank you thank you paul for coming in we really appreciate it it was a lot of fun and hopefully this week is a lot of fun as well we've got maybe not always all fun things but we definitely have things to talk about on this episode
0: yeah we have a lot of news uh, to cover and uh, upcoming cards to preview and all that jazz but we we will start with the big DDT news that broke earlier this week um DDT said uh, held a emergency announcement press uh, press conference on Monday which uh, was Yuki Gucci announcing his uh, retirement from wrestling um he Debuted in twenty twelve. He's the son of uh, Sekigaku, uh, Sakiguchi, No, was I don't remember his first Seiji. name. but Stage. Yeah. yeah. Uh, who was a New Japan uh, big guy in New Japan back in the day, and who is still working backstage for New Japan and the the head of the head of the um, United Pro Wrestling Alliance uh, thing project.
1: <laughs> yeah, but... tag partner of Antonio Inoki for like thirty years.
0: That that yeah, uh, so yeah, Yuki Sokiguchi, uh stayed with DDT for his whole career. He had a MMA career before that, so he re- he debuted in wrestling very late after his MMA career, uh, career. And he was one that had it from the start. Uh, <laughs> Yuki Sakicuchi was great from the start. If you go back and watch his matches from twenty twelve, you see that he is still. He's still what he was then. And what he was then was just a great pro wrestler. And yeah, this is a blow. Um, I I have always lo- loved Yuki Guchi. He is one of the guys in DDT I would uh, proclaim as one of my favorites. Uh, and it, it sucks. But yeah, he is going out on his own terms. It is not a a big, uh, injury. It is no, just like his, uh, faction mate Sake Kai last year. He's going out on his own terms and want to quit while he's ahead, basically. Which I respect a
3: lot.
1: Yes. Uh, I won't say it's not news. Um, but it's definitely not surprising.
3: It just fucking sucks. Man. Like, can't we have something nice for once? I don't know. Thing, yeah. Go on.
1: Um, I'm happy for him, you know, going out on clearly on his own terms is something very Yukio Sakaguchi-like. Um, and I'm happy he's able to do that. And with the disbandment of, of Eruption when they lost uh, the All-Asia Tech titles. The day before. The day before. There's a... Yeah. It's definitely not surprising. I just wish...
3: Because, like, this is the coolest motherfucker alive.
1: There's, there's just no, no way, way around it. And from day one, he was integral to my DDT experience. Um, he was always there when I was watching, and
3: you j- just kind of took him for granted.
2: yeah, you know, I think he's a guy that first of all, it's so impressive that he started so late and got to be in such a great way, and obviously the name helps it. When he first came in, that was seen as this big deal. Uh, His brother is like an actor, like a a, you know, like movie guy in Japan. Uh, And so he had come from a great family, Uh, decided to give this a go, uh, the wrestling game. And He was really early on. He did a lot of stuff, you know, uh, with Hard Hit, like Hikaru Sato and all of that stuff when he was still a DDT guy. Uh, Like, he was a part of that. And really early on, you know, the first year or two, again, already starting late, already in his 40s at that point, he was pushed pretty fast. Uh, You know, uh, going and winning the tournament, I remember when he was picked to main event Peter Pan. And 2015 i think uh, and that was something that turned into this big thing because uh that was the show that had the famous tanahashi and Hiroshima match and new japan and ddt were on like a big you know like they were working together really tight at that point i mean that was one of the more successful peter pans that they've had uh you know in, in sumo hall and yeah. he was in the main event of main event of it he won the title then yeah, And uh, they, they he had yeah. won the King of DDT, and then he yeah. uh, won uh, the title from Kodo. Yeah, yeah, and, and they had his dad there. They made a big deal out of it. It turned into a big spectacle. Uh, and he was a guy again. He was still new when that happened. That's the the craziest thing. He he's only around a couple of years since then. But he was the guy uh, to be at that spot. He he never really was like the dude of the company, even when he was champion. I mean, he they got that one big gimmick because of his dad, pretty much. And he got that, and they, they quickly moved away from him. And he never really got up to that top spot again. Instead, you know, he was more of, obviously, come in as a... Te- like With Eruption coming in at the start of this decade, that really turned things around, turned his fortunes around. Uh, obviously, at first with Higuchi and Saki Akai, uh, but then Okatani uh, taking his spot and, and him having a whole new role in there. It's allowed him to play a lot of different roles over his career, and he was a very, really good tag worker as well. Uh, he's a guy that he just has been floating for a while now. You know, if if you look at his career outside of the eruption stuff, he hasn't had a lot to do as a singles guy, uh, even in the tournaments and stuff like that. I think he's somebody they actually could have done more with, in, in my opinion. Like, when you look at the roster the last couple of years, but it seems like he was content. It seems like he's very content in this retirement. It doesn't feel like he's left a lot on the table. He did his thing. He showed up late. Uh, it clearly wasn't... It's not like it was his lifelong dream, or he would have pursued it 20 years ago, probably. But he was able to make this work and have a fun and successful career out of it, and I think that's all anybody can hope for as a wrestler. So good good for Yukio, and I hope he has a very happy retirement.
0: For sure. Um, he had that one title reign uh, on top that was very short. Uh, he had three def- uh, two successful defenses and lost in his third one versus Isaku after winning the title from Kodo on P- at Peter Pan 2015. Uh, we will do a big uh, big retrospective episode on Yuki Isakaguchi's career uh, because he is one that we should look back on because there's a lot of people who don't know how how much of DDT's uh, like, l- legacy that he, he takes part of in the late 2020s. And that a lot of my favorite matches actually in DDT. Um, and of course, uh, I'm just going to uh, qu- quote here from the press conference uh, that his, uh, Sakaguchi said that his reasons for retiring is not because of his innovation. Condition, but the timing was important, and now is the right time. Uh, uh, Takagi said this felt like the right time for uh, for the way he has carried himself. I cannot ask for anything more than uh, from him after he has made this decision, and we will do the best to send him off in the only way we can. Sakiguchi then said, I don't plan to, uh, I don't plan of having a long retirement role. Either as long as everyone enjoys themselves and has a good laugh, that is it. Don't focus on me. Focus on the up-and-coming guys going forward. That is a very big, big thing to, for him to say. I, I love that he isn't going for the whole retirement road plan. Even though I would prefer that because I want to watch more of him. I like, I like it for his uh, like way of uh, reasoning. That it he, just
1: makes sense.
0: Yeah, it, it's so fitting for him uh, to not focus on him, focus on the up-, king, up king. And uh, he will be appearing, uh, his retirement road will be very short because on February 7th at Into the Fight 2024 tour in Shinjuku face he will be retiring from pro wrestling in his last match versus career rival Harashima. I Very, very, very fitting that him. him and Harashima have had that instant chemistry from when they first started wrestling each other, and that was actually uh, one of the big early parts of Yuki Sakaguchi's career uh, run. Was him uh, and Harashima, they've uh, always been a focus uh, on them two facing off against each other, they had this great match in 2012 uh, at Nevermind. No, 2013 Never Nevermind. Which was two years after he uh, debuted and he... It was a match that basically created the whole formula these two had uh, together and led to all of the greater matches that later in their careers. Uh, the 2015 one, of course, the one that out the most there. But it it is very fitting for him to uh, retire versus Orashima uh and i am very much looking forward to that match.
3: definitely um to
1: speak a little bit about like his his letter he did about you know the earlier part of his career um The last hurrah of his was winning the title his father won back in the day. The the All-Asia Tag Titles from All-Japan. And I think that was a good run um, with those titles, having some good matches, being in the um, Real World Tag League. And as it is with all Japan titles, they always find their their way back to Atsushi Onita.
3: Um, And while,
1: while,, Yukio did not, you know, did not go out on his back here. Um, Okitani got pinned. At least Toe Kojima got the rob. And I think it really does mean something. And I feel that about a lot of what he did in the last few months is just putting others in the spotlight. Especially especially Hideki Okatani, who got so much more confidence and just feels like a bigger star and a lot of that is because Yukio has no qualms about staying out of the sun and yeah, just sure. giving actively giving Hideki the ball for him to run with it
0: yeah um as you mentioned there uh they the eruption lost the all asia tag titles to Atsushi Onita and Togi Kojima uh, at the the day before this announcement came came out on the fourteenth of January at new year's new year's current blast twenty twenty four it was a current blast bat and board type death match, normal onita stuff. Um I cannot recommend it. It was very, very it was at least short, but it was just normal onita stuff. Uh, it wasn't criminally uh, bad onita, though, but and I, it, it, it was fun to see Okutani take uh, those kind of uh, bumps, and we all know that Togo is very into that. I don't know if any of you guys watched that match. I did. Sadly. Yeah, I watched. I it. did
1: not pay attention, but I, it was on on my, uh, on my monitor.
0: Dylan, what do you think about that match?
2: Let's talk about the four-way on the show with, with Mecha Pendita, I think should be we should talk about, but no, I, I didn't like it. <laughs> like I don't like any of these Onita matches, but it's not because of Yukio at all or anybody involved really. It's just the the style is just silly. Uh, they to to me and not not something I love. It kind of makes sense why they lost uh, when it comes to like Yukio retiring at least uh, yeah. o- overall. So that at least gives us something, but. Like, if you are a fan of Odita, then this is definitely something for you.
0: I think we... I, I remember... This was, like, one week ago, but I still... I remember it. <laughs> like, I, I know a lot, of, a lot of shit has happened this week, but I still remember when we when Yannick sent me that the message that Eruption disbanded after they lost the t- uh, titles. And then I saw later on that, oh, tomorrow there's going to be an emergency press conference from D T very similar to when they had the emergency for Kai, Akai, uh, the, the same kind of post. And I immediately started thinking, okay, uh, Yukio is probably done. And uh, the day after that was confirmed. Uh, shout out to Ashman for doing a great job uh, for the translations, of course. Uh, we will have Ashman on for a big retrospective on Yukio Sakiguchi's career. Uh, bit, uh, before his retirement uh, yeah I'm I'm looking forward to the last matches of Yukio's uh, run and that brings us to something that is not related to Dragon Gate or DDT at all but it is some news that we need to bring up because it is, it is big in, in Japan that for the last 10 years the face of New Japan Pro Wrestling has been Kazuchika Okada New Japan Pro Wrestling is, of course, the sec- uh, the biggest company in Japan and, for a long time of Okada's run, was the second biggest uh, company in the world. And now Kazuchika Okada has announced that he will be leaving New Japan Pro Wrestling when his contract is up on January 31st, 2024. This is very abrupt and it is, of course, speculated that this is probably AEW or WWE. Um, the reason why I want to bring this up is, of course, that it brings up the danger of the the scene right now, and the fact that anyone can be signed away if they get hot enough or big enough, from uh, for to join in the war between the two pissing uh, the the two American promotions who are having a pissing contest, uh, and throwing an insane amount of money around because they want to uh, gain, gain the stars and all that. And it is very, like... I, I am very worried for the scene, because I am afraid that uh, people will just... Like, we will get... Someone will get over in one year, and then the next year they will be signed away, because they, uh, they get hot. And that is worrying for me. But, Yannick. Um,
3: What do you think about Tocato
1: leaving? I want to quote John from Twitter. I do not know John, but it was a very level-headed take. Um, The sadness some of us who really do just like Puro more than American wrestling are feeling isn't just about losing one particular guy. It's about the fact that this feels like an existential-level threat to Puro At least on anything resembling a major league level.
3: Yeah. And you hit on, on the head. It's the biggest star of the biggest promotion just leaving
1: is never a good sign. Because it means it either means something is not all right, like in the promotion, which I wouldn't necessarily care about. Um, But there's no, there's no. In Japan, on this level, it's basically a monopoly. So where would he go then outside of Japan? And you you said it correctly. It's like it just sets the precedent that this is a. Now, fair game. Um, this is, within a year, the second ace that has been snatched
3: up. And while I don't necessarily care about New Japan,
1: this, this fucked DDT over with Takeshda. And to, to go to a... A similar point that I saw a few times. There's like, oh, I hope he goes to to AEW because then he can still work New Japan dates. We need to stop with that narrative because yeah. it does not favor anyone.
0: You you guys remember what I said at the ultimate uh, after ultimate party? Yeah,
1: yeah, you brought brought it up. Um, just a reminder, the one guy Takashta put over when he came back to DDT in matches that were not built up in the least is Chris Jericho
0: yeah i I said that about Takashta uh, last year at after ultimate party is that if he's gonna come back and keep doing a ma- w uh, matches and not. Put over any of DDT talent or start any DDT stories. Like, do we? I don't need him back here just for an extra draw. I'm sure the the, the money they made, make of some tickets uh, sold makes uh, is good, but for me as a fan, I don't need that. And I feel yeah. the same about New Japan and New Japan and uh, Dylan, I know you had a big episode covering only this topic with on the Eastern Lariat. Uh, But what do you think about all this uh, that you haven't said on that?
2: (laughs) Yeah, we uh, talked about the whole thing on the Eastern Lariat uh, and examined it from so many angles. WWE, AEW, New Japan, Japan as a whole, uh, people in New Japan that could get pushed and the opportunities that could arise from it. What you said is basically true, though, about, you know, especially in comparison to to Takeshi, I think him coming back, like, in a certain scenario, it can do good. Like, for Ueno, I think Takeshita has been very good. Like, his return coming back. Even though he never actually put him over legitimately, uh, they had that moment that they have. And sometimes that's even bigger than a win or a loss. Uh, but it's still, for the most part, you're... I, I mostly agree with you. Like, it doesn't matter that much. It, like, it doesn't make that much of a difference to be worth it, uh, at that point. But... With all the societal factors of Japan right now, I mean, it's no secret, you know, the dollar is much stronger than the Japanese yen at the moment. People are wanting to gun for that, and if they think this is their time, they could do that. Uh, you know, and uh, Takeshita coming in, I think a lot of that was like a big part of it was Omega's influence, being a DDT guy in AEW, uh, coming in there and, and getting the chance to come in, and that helped. Get his foot in the door, and he's a great wrestler. Everybody knows that. Uh, If you're a fan of his from DDT, obviously, you might not like how he's been used per se in in AEW, but his talent is still there. Okada, the biggest star in Japan, there's never been an exact situation like this where the top star of the country goes to America. (laughs) You know, like that's never really happened uh, for a full time basis. And it's possible, like like we were saying, you know, they could work something out where New Japan just says, screw it, like we need to take these breadcrumbs they'll give us if he can work a big show or two every year, the, or maybe even a G1, we, we need him for that, and we'll be happy with that. But, for the most part, from the statement they made, and how su- fast it came about, and how surprised they were, uh, that they had to change the cards, this feels like a real goodbye uh, for New Japan and by... Uh, the by everything else, the entire scene of Japanese wrestling for Okada, so it's definitely an end of an era from the top star down. Will it have a grave effect? I think he's a very special case to the American companies because he is unquestionably the biggest international star of Japanese yeah. wrestling. Like Okada is like his name value in America is bigger than any Japanese wrestler, no matter who it was. Uh, and so
0: everyone in America knows the okada pop (laughs) everyone knows that if they hear the coins drop they will pop no matter what
2: oh absolutely and even like maybe if you're maybe you've never even seen him wrestle you know the name like he's big enough to be known that hey this is the top guy from japan even that even if that's all you know him as you still know him if you are a fan even if you're like the most tried and true like WWE Only Fan, like that's all you watch. You still know the name at least, and that's more than a lot of people can say. And he and he is the top star in that sense. Um, what effect it will have on the the other promotions? I mean, it, it, it remains to be seen, right? I still think it's very questionable if there's like a grand rating or anything on, on the way of, of the Japanese scene uh, overall. You know, me no, and Striga talked about it on I, the other show. I,
0: yeah, like I I know what what you mean by that. Like, there there isn't this big uh, WWE buying of all of Japan. That is not going to happen. We all know that. Yeah,
2: yeah. They're, they're, these companies, even AEW, they're not going to suddenly sign twenty guys from yeah. Japan. Like they can't even like they can't even handle their own roster. Like <laughs> the the native yeah. people at AEW. So uh, like this was a very special case with Okada. If anything. I think the biggest effect it could have is tensions actually rising between New Japan and AEW, and maybe a more reclusive yeah. mindset coming ahead. If, if, he, if he were to go to AEW, if it was WWE, I don't think it would be as bad. Uh, and it also, too, like a lot of the Japanese fans don't necessarily take this as personally as a lot of the Westerners that I've seen. Uh, it's very similar, and it's been explained to me that it's very similar to maybe... And I know you guys aren't that familiar with this, but... In baseball, in America, MLB is the biggest, you know, uh, sport, or, like, biggest uh, league in baseball in the world.
1: Yeah.
2: And the t- the top star in MLB is Shohei Otani, who is a Japanese player, obviously. He started in NPB, which is Jap- Japan's baseball league. Uh, when he's there, it's not like they think, damn it, I can't believe they stole Otani from Japan. They're happy that he went to a big stage.
1: No the difference is everybody knew that Otani was MLB bound. Yeah. The surprise was Otani willingly lost like what was it, two hundred million US dollars on his on his first contract?
2: Yeah, I had to go to a, a, a. You know, he's clearly an interesting guy if you look at not to go deep into the inside baseball here, but to go to the Angels was a career suicide move from a winning standpoint. And obviously, that's changed the, this time, like with the second contract. Um, yeah. And even then, it's very weird. If you look at his contract, he set it up in a way to where basically his salary is like one of the lowest in the league. But they've set it up in a way where they'll be paying him millions of dollars for the next, like, 30, 40 years, pretty much. Like, they back-ended it in some weird way that I can't quite understand. It's a very strange contract, but it's not—he did that so they could get the best players. He doesn't want to be on a loser team anymore like he was for the last 10 years or whatever. He's Shout He's been out. on the Angels.
1: Shout-out yeah. to Shohei Otani's mom, <laughs> who managed his money. Um, at least the first few years in MLB and while he played in Japan, where she gave him an an allowance of around $1,000 a month while he was earning millions. Yeah.
3: I mean, (laughs) hey, that's a
1: very practical mindset. Not that he could have used it because he was living for baseball and nothing else.
2: Well, I believe it. If you know his talent, I mean, he's the yeah, uh, he's yeah. like the he's, only player I mean, that, yeah, yeah, the players both like he plays pitcher and batter. Like he's like the only well, player to do that in baseball.
0: Well, I'm sure everyone loves to hear about this baseball talk.
2: <laughs> well, uh, all I'm saying is about that was to, to bring it over is like yeah, the fans don't look at like in Japan and with Okada, it's going to be the same. They're going to be happy that he's on a bigger stage in America, not upset that he left as much as mm-hmm. I think Western fans are.
0: We'll see. Uh, we'll see about their te- uh, their attendance. Will show
2: uh, that. Well, that, that, that's a different question. Will the attendance yeah. effect uh, have it? I mean, even right now, let's face it, and to kind of bring back to what you were talking about to start, I had fears for years now, like the last couple of years, and especially last year, uh, when they had the fight with tension and everything going on there. That sold out the dome that was a real clue to me that a lot of the stuff about the pandemic was really more excuses made than anything realistic. And I mean, it played out that way even in the dome this year, it wasn't a much, it wasn't a much bigger new Japan wrestle kingdom than it was in years past, even with the restrictions and stuff going on, Uh, you know, outside of the one year, obviously where they had like pretty much nothing. Um, But it, it shows you right now, these are the new dark ages. In Japanese wrestling, that we're in, in terms of attendance and fan interest, uh, yeah. and I think that we've we've hit that point now. One good thing about it is, is that if you look at the la- the opening of 2024, at least, multiple promotions had great showings at Corkin Hall, yeah. uh, and that sh- that shows that maybe like even Noah, and uh, they never do anything good at and They had like 1,300 fans or something for that. Uh, for their show with Go and, and Kenno. So, like, we're seeing some properties bounce back, and there's a lot of rumors going on about the Dome, Korkin, are they going down? Uh, yeah. You know, New Japan's been talking about, like, maybe building their own building a la CMLL in Mexico to try and run shows. I mean, yeah. the, next, the next few years in Japanese wrestling are going to be a real turning point, I would say, for however things go, but we're in the growing pain stage right now, and not just New Japan, but in all of Japanese wrestling, and and so far so good in 2024, we've got a good bounce back so far, May- maybe it was just something that it took a while for people to get ready or used to all of this, and, and maybe we'll see more, maybe people are spooked a little bit about the buildings going down, as has been talked about, and they want to take it in while they can.
0: I am very afraid about that that news. Uh, and I know,
2: you, know are. you are. You you said that. Yeah, yeah. You, you're you're a foreigner, but I know that's really up to your auntie in terms of wanting to go there.
0: Yeah, um, it, it it really is just if Corkin gets demolished, like the talk is, it will kill kill the scene outside of the big companies, and the big companies will also hurt. Uh but yeah, Okada leaving. That is very big news. Um This is the first time since he came to New Japan. Uh like over uh over almost 20 years ago. <laughs> almost. Uh this guy debuted of course, here is the Dragon Gate connection, he debuted in Torumon, Mexico, he was trained by Ultimate Dragon. Ultimo Dragon uh said on Instagram that Okada came to him the day after the day before. To let, it, to let him know that he was leaving New Japan. And he said that ever since he left, uh, he came to Torimon when he was 15 years old. He has always been very humble and always uh, come to Ultimo Dragon when he had an important event going on. And he hasn't even decided yet where he's going, but he will always be a superstar no matter where he goes in Ultimo uh, Dragon's mind, which is true. Uh, Okada will succeed in the States. He... Okada
1: will be fine.
0: Yeah, okay. like, Okada will be fine. We don't need to
1: to think about him. Like, he'll be fine. Yeah. Plus, uh, he already
2: told us on Instagram, though, that he's going to OVW uh, <laughs> as well. So, I mean, the, he, he broke the news for, himself.
1: I'm looking forward to Ilya Dragunov versus Kazuchika Okada in NXT. Oh, I ma- ma- want to watch NXT.
0: <laughs>
2: Yeah, that that's a terrible idea, and I know as somebody who's gonna basically forced to go to an NXT show next month or that a couple of weeks now, actually. So if he could debut on that show, that would be really cool. Uh, which it's not going to happen. There's zero percent chance of that ever happening. That's, but uh, that's your first live show in years, right? And uh, yeah, to like yeah, as a fan, I mean, as a wrestler is different, but yeah, as yeah, a okay. fan, like, I've tried like twenty five years at this point. Like, you know, it's like Aww, I haven't been there since I was a so kid. Cool. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, uh, I will see, but I, I, I I'll say this: if he went to WWE, he's much more likely to debut at WrestleMania than NXT. I think. Yeah, I mean, uh, I was, and I, was I also think
0: he will have a Cody-like and uh, debut.
2: If he... Oh and yeah, he well,
1: sent, and they sent Nakamura to NXT. That
2: was yeah, but that, that was, was a different time.
0: That was before.
2: Yeah, and it was a different time. Like Triple H runs the company now, not just NXT. Like in terms of booking, so he's gonna want him on the main show. If Vince was still there, like I'd in charge, it, yeah, it would be different.
0: Want, say what you want about Triple H, he at least knows the value of the people he gives millions of millions of dollars to. Um,
2: <laughs> well, that's a big change for that company. As time goes, but, yeah. um, but even with AEW, it's gonna be a real test because he's at this level of stardom now uh and with nakamura and wwe they've started to actually use him kind of well the last few months with the subtitles and stuff and, and he's a well-received heel but for a long time he really wasn't doing anything of note outside of that big debut <laughs> NXT that you talked about uh so how is a guy who is not an english speaker you know like how are they going to use him because a lot of times these american guys and bookers and stuff they don't want to use guys like that to their full potential even to i mean he's a Everybody knows, even, like, all the fans know how great he is, but he's stuck in this goofy role that doesn't lead to a star push, to say the least. Is Okada gonna wind up like that in one of these places? I I, I can see it. I mean, maybe he just doesn't even care that much anymore. He's just there to take the money. I'm, I bet that's probably what is, this is mainly about. Ultimately. Yeah.
0: Uh, but, but, I mean, I, I hope not. If, if he's gonna do any more dates in Japan before he goes over to the States, Ultimo... Please, try. <laughs> but yeah. Can since you imagine? Wife, since his wife
1: is the real famous person in the, in the relationship, maybe he just decides
0: to become a stay-at-home dad. Hey. If anyone we, would that, all, we would all win if that's the case. If anyone deserves that, is it is him after all uh, the last couple of years. Uh, but yeah. You never know. That is Okada... Uh, that uh, we won't uh, talk that much New Japan WWE or AW for the rest of the year on this show. So don't be worried if you hate those companies. Uh, I want to now move over to We'll move over to Dragon Gate since that is a big show coming up next weekend. Gate of Bayside, twenty twenty four, on the twenty seventh of January, twenty twenty four, from Kanagawa Yokohama Budokan live on the dragon gate that's worked with english commentary this is the sixth or well now the first of the six new big shows of dragon gates uh twin uh, calendar the first time in yokohama Budokan for dragon gate pro wrestling and uh, we have a full card we will uh, pre- uh, preview and predict it now and then uh, talk about some ddt after that but First, gatewayside. side. So, match number one. Six-man tag, Decourage, Dragon Dio, Madoka Kikura and Ryo Tanaka versus Don Fuji, Daki Anaguchi and Kaito Nagano. Yannick, who do you got?
1: Obviously, Decourage. but I have to say I'm looking forward to the five-on-one against Don Fuji. Or maybe it's a three-way. It's Decourage versus the rookies versus Don Fuji, <laughs> yeah.
0: I, I like that. Well, it's uh, a very good opener. It's, I like it, yeah. I like the opener also. Uh, I, I said it last week, I would have preferred if Ikikudo was in a bigger place, but I'm fine with this. Uh, Dylan, what do you think?
2: Yeah, I'm going with the courage as well. Hopefully, it's a good match, and we'll see if this leads to anything more or what their plans are going forward. Uh, with Kikuda and everybody,
0: yeah. We all are going with the courage here. Then no big uh, divergent. Then singles match: UT versus Gianni Valletta. Will UT break break the Gianni Valletta wash curse? Uh,
3: I, Dylan, I, well, Gianni, listen, Yannick, I can tell.
2: We're... I can tell you're fired up about this. I want you to go first. You have a no, lot of
3: text.
1: You won't. UT won't break the curse, but. We still haven't seen Johnny Valletta wrestling. He was just doing stuff. It took, it took me officially three matches to be tired of him.
0: Yep. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I was already tired of, of him after the fir- first Korkins. <laughs> no, but the Korkins were fun, I, th-
1: I thought. And then he faced Problem Dragon.
2: <laughs> and that's yeah. where it all came to a crashing halt. <laughs> yeah. That's
0: yeah. bad. I, I agree Giovanni Villetta will uh win here,
3: sadly for UT.
0: Dylan, you probably agree. <laughs> yeah, I mean come on. <laughs> <You
2: know? laughs>
0: um yeah, I uh, I I've, 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 I have a feeling that we have already spent more time on this match than they will spend on the match. Yeah. Uh, then, <laughs> next, Mochizuki Jr.'s comeback eight-man tag team match. Masaaki Mochizuki, Mochizuki Jr., Susumu Mochizuki, and Yasushi Kanda of M3K. Their last, uh, well, I think it's their last match as a full unit versus BB Hulk, Dragon Kid, Takeshi Oshida, and Ultimo Dragon. Uh, so I've got M3K
3: here. Yeah.
1: Um have you uh, said Johnny. it's not Ultimo, it's not Ultimo, it's Punch. Ultimo is in Mexico. Oh. Um oh. there has been some complications with with a booking he took. Okay. Um let's hope M3K wins this. You said it's the last M3K match. And yeah. let the
0: rant begin. Yeah, Yannick, no, you weren't is... you weren't here last week. Last week, so you can go ham on this. It's more of a general thing.
1: The unit landscape in Japan is terrible. M3K is dying. We got
3: Big Hawk. I'm gonna say it here. I could say. I will say it twice more. Big Hawk sucks. Oh no. Um, F3K was really good. Like, yeah. it
1: gave Yasushi Kanda the best run of his life. Um, it gave all four of them a purpose on these cars. And of course, you know, the per- I understand why they disbanded. Um, there needs to come something good after this. Should I yeah. rant about the other factions also here, or do you want that at DDT? <laughs>
0: we can we can talk about that there also. But uh, okay, okay. Um,
1: let let's give Stardom some some strafe shots. What is that new Micah faction? <laughs> so
3: bad. <laughs> Who called for Cena?
0: Okay, okay. Ooh, ooh. Daga <laughs> That's good. Good reference. Uh, yeah. I mean, let's I, I I already talked to I was tired. i I got emotionally tired by talking with Peps about that new Michael faction yesterday. So I will not talk about it anymore. <laughs> but I am i the the fact that m two k is going away, leaves dragon gate without uh now with only three good units in a uh debatable but i almost two but in a promotion that always had good units in my opinion that always uh, had like fun times and every everyone in the roster felt like they were involved in stories uh with units and yeah and uh, Gate right now, I I said it all last year that they have they have kind of lost what the the, the charm they had when uh, and I really want some more uh, some more drama around the units again and I don't like how how big hug is just them wanting hugs from everyone and their whole jacketing makes no sense at all. I hope they have dropped it. <laughs> All of that we I talked about last week, but it is a very dire place right now for the units. Uh, Dylan, what do you think about... Uh, who do you think will win this Mojutsuki Jr. comeback match, and what do you think about the match?
2: Yeah, I'll go with M3K. I think that everything you guys said were true, and especially for DG, it's a big problem. Because you could look at it with any company from New Japan on down, (laughs) pretty much, uh, that the units and factions just do not measure up to where they used to and where they should be. But with Dragon Gate specifically, that's always been one of their main calling cards. That they are different from other companies and just how vital the units and the friendship structures that they have in DG are and are supposed to be. But it's just gotten so stale across the board... Uh, it's something we could have made a similar case even a couple of months ago, except Big Hug was newer. Maybe we had a little bit more hope for them. Uh, Yannick was totally right. It doesn't do anything for me at the end of the day. The fans like them well enough. I will see how this continues after this show. Uh, you know, considering the main event, we'll see what happens uh, with that. But it's definitely not an inspiring crew of units right now in Dragon 8 to say the least. They really need to work on making some changes, but I feel like we could have argued this a year ago and probably been equally as accurate. Yeah. M3K will win, though.
0: Yeah, I agree. M3K will win. I think we all agreed on that. We are all agreeing so far on each result. On the good side of this all,
1: though, I will see Mochizuki Jr. live in person, which I'm very, very
0: happy about. Yeah. It's a small excursion. Uh, I I don't think he will be uh, gone long on the excursion. Uh, there has been some more uh, British King Pro uh, announcement that he will uh, work for them in uh, March and February. But I think he will probably be back around Golden Week or Kobe World. Uh, we'll see. But I I don't think he's going to be long uh, go, uh gone for long, because they. I think they kind of learned a lesson with long uh, excursions with uh, SPK and Takuma. No, I think the problem is
2: Mexico. <laughs> yeah, okay, true. Uh, Look, I just want him to come back. I <laughs> don't yeah. care how long it is. with come back, Mochi. Yeah,
0: he's, he's he hasn't even left yet, and we want him back already. <laughs> I want, I want SPK back, but now he's getting title shots in great. Yeah, he's, he's
2: a back. He's just in a different company. <laughs> That's all.
0: Yeah, he's just in a bad company. Uh, no. Next match, a tag team match. Goal Class, Ben Kane, Kota Minora, Team Muscle, as they like to call themselves, versus Shuji Kondo and Yamato. This will hopefully further this Kota Minora losing storyline, and Yamato keep... Uh, Ka- Yamato, uh, Yamato's still winning over uh, Kota Minora. I go with uh, Yamato and Kono winning here, and Yamato pinning Kotominora.
1: I see no reason where this should not be the outcome.
2: Absolutely. I, there's no, Not only that, I will say, two of my people that I'm least interested in watching in DG, uh, them actually coming together and maybe spinning this off to our long-time feud between the two, has actually made both a little bit more interesting to me. Uh, you know, I actually think they could go somewhere with this Yamato and Minora thing to where, hey, they could build us something good for Minora. Maybe he can grow, maybe praying, that something like that could happen. Uh, and it at least gives us something with Yamato to, to sink our teeth into. So I like it. I like that they're going this direction, and I hope that it happens that way. And I'll predict it as well. Uh, Yamato pinning Minora and uh, Kondo getting a win by association.
0: I agree. Uh, Then, the next match, Open the Brigade title match. Hyo making his second defense versus Kagetora. I I wish Kagetora had a chance here, but I think Hyo right now is way too hot to take the title off. And he will continue
3: with the title. Ooh.
1: But yes, you're totally correct.
2: (laughs) absolutely zero interest in this match. I, oh. I don't... I, I have no interest in it at all. Like
1: uh, yes, <laughs> and it's it's terrible we say this because yeah, it's he, Kagetora.
2: Yeah, nothing personal against him. It's just... Uh, <laughs> I, have, I do not care about this at all. Like, like no matter what happens. So... He'll uh, win, probably. Uh, I, as a fan, would rather him drop the title, but if you're gonna do that, and with all again, with all due respect to Kagetora... There's probably a dozen guys I would put ahead of him, <laughs> like that should get the title before he does. Uh, so I would be very just perplexed by it, but still, it, that would be better than Hyo, who I think is like one of the worst people on the roster. So, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, as we as we have established, uh, the dramatic Dream Dragons are not a fan of Hyo. Um, and it, it, or, it, big it has <laughs> or big hug, or big hug. Yeah, I feel bad for the Big Hug fans. I know there are some. Not a lot. In, in, Sorry, Striga. In, in the Western audience, not a lot. But in, in the native audience, a lot of Big Hug fans. They are very over.
2: How it dare they put this match?
0: It is time Go on. for the
1: Bulldog Reference of the Week. Okay. That he's must
2: true. go on. No, yep,
0: yep. no, that, was good. that, that was it? He is a big, he's a big, big hug fan. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, at least, at least someone is. Like, let's, let's give these guys the roses. Listen, he's tried his best.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, I would pop so hard if Kogitora won here, though. That would be so awesome. Uh, next match. That would be hilarious. The Battle of the Yokohama Hometown Boys. Open the Triangle Gate title match. Yokohama native Kai teams up with his fellow uh, teammates in Seabrats, the champions Ishin and Yoshiki Kato and they are defending against o- other Yokohama hometown boy Strong Machine J who is teaming up with, with his partners from Natural Vibes, Big Boss Shimizu and Casey. This I think has the potential to steal the show if not the Twin Gate uh, steals the show but I I think after Hyo and Kagetora Ko- Ko- probably have a basic match that it goes nowhere, I have a feeling that this will bring the card back around to a high note. And I am hoping for Strong Machine J, KC, and Big Bull Shimizu to win, and I am even predicting that just for the babyface moment of the night.
2: I think you're a lot more into this than I am, to be honest with you. I don't think this is that exciting, but... I don't know who you could put against Zebrats that would really have me excited from a fan standpoint, like the match quality. Uh, you could get a nice moment. I definitely think it's possible they, they drop the titles, too, actually. Like, when you are, are on, you could open up a few doors with Jay going forward, too, to beat Zebrats here. And maybe that could lead to something in the future if Shun were to win the main event. So, uh, yeah. I'll go, I'll go with that. Uh, and I like them a lot better as a team too just as a fan. So I think you have some interesting matches in the future with the, the Triangle Gate titles with them. So yeah, let's let's go. Let's go with the Vibes team getting the belts here.
0: Oh yeah. What about you, Yonic?
3: It's hard.
1: Um I would probably I would have said if it was any other show that Wipes will probably defend. Um but I think they might want to put over Strong Machine J Strong in his hometown.
0: Yeah. That that is my thinking here is that Strong Machine J will Have you
1: guys seen Will will we talk about the the
0: Hall shows? I haven't seen the so- Assemble Hall shows. But okay, if you, you have. You
1: Assemble do well. not have to. But I really did enjoy um, yesterday's, uh, the Saturday's show, the first one. Um, main event between Strong Machine, Jay going over Kai. It was a really cool story with him overcoming the experience, the tricks, and just the numbers of um, of Zebras. Um, I think they want to put him over. Hopefully.
0: Yeah, I, um, they should. Kai hinted also at having some surprise in store for Vibes at Yokohama. Uh, so, which will be interesting, <laughs> uh, whatever that means. Uh, but I, 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 think this has the potential to steal the show. Uh, I, I just think that they, there's too many good wrestlers here for. Uh, for it to not have the potential to do that. And Natural Vibes always shine in trying gate matches. Uh, Yannick, you predicted Natural Vibes also?
1: Yeah. I have to say that I'm interested in this lineup because it's an atypical uh, Natural Vibes lineup. They're usually more like Junior-focused.
0: Yeah, there's usually... It's usually Sh- Shimizu as the horse, Casey as the all-round guy, and Jason or Jackie as the- or Ut as like the high school guy. Raid, the brave
1: yeah. Gate. yeah. So this feels like the big boys, yeah. Um, well,
3: also, um, for the um
1: about today's show, there was um. Jackie and Jason against... No, oh, that was yesterday. Jackie and Jason against Ishin and Yoshiki Kato, which was a really good match that I thought... You know, Kobe some Hall match. Um, I, it would probably be better in like a Kirk and I, all a bit more... Inf- I know I'm going but. to...
0: I know I'm going to watch uh, Jackie and Jason versus The Courage, uh, Daya and Tanaka from today... Yes, because that sounds it. like extremely my shit.
1: <laughs> uh, do, but yeah. do that, but Ishin and Yoshiki Kato, I do like what they are building. Um, you know, like the the young axes of the heels in this company. And I mean, look at them; they have to build for it. And I think Ishin is a good heel now. Um, he has it down. Yeah. So. Then- I'm not opposed to them holding on to the titles, but I just don't think that's what they're doing here.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I see. Uh, I agree. Uh, that that it, a, exactly what I'm thinking because I have a feeling that Sea Rats will have a big uh, end moment at the end of the show.
2: What um, if Kai brings out the other strong machines to turn on J, F and G, come back, and that's a big surprise.
0: That would be interesting. <laughs>
2: Both joining zebras. Well, well,
0: well, G can't return because Gamma is retired now. So I
1: was thinking who she was.
2: Yeah, it was Gamma. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, oh, that doesn't mean anything, though. So G- come G-G- on. Not K can join
0: though. Can yes.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, bring a K. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Bring them all in. Bring his dad if, in. Bring super strong you... machine in. <laughs> if
0: you bring back Gamma,
1: I demand the return of Super Shisa.
0: Yeah. I wish. Then, I wish. Uh, then we move over to the forgotten title in New Japan no in, in New Japan in Dragon Gate. Because it is not on the shows anymore. Because it's held by outsiders. Alejandro and Kaito Keomiya of Pro Wrestling Noah will be making their first defense of the of the Twin Gate title. I know it's hard to remember that Kaito Keomiya holds holds his title because he doesn't come out with it on the Noah shows or the New Japan shows. And yes, I am a bit salty about that, but whatever.
2: Well, why uh, aren't you as it's... mad as about Alejandro about it?
0: Well, I haven't seen any Alejandro matches because he's forgotten he it. <laughs> But But uh, yeah, they will be defending against Kung Fu Masters, Jason Lee and Jackie Foggy Kame, who are opening a pop-up shop here in Yokohama. I, I mean this... I said that the Triangle Gate uh, match has the potential to steal the show. For if it was going to steal the show, it would be stealing it from this match. I have a feeling that this could be the best match on the show, uh, and it it might it is like the most likely one to be the best match on the show because Jason and Jackie is amazing as type, uh, as a duo, and we saw that Kaito and Alejandro were pretty good in the match versus ben K and Kota for the vacant titles. Uh, I do think that Kaito and Alandro will retain, because I think their goal is still to get the, the Yo- Yojoka and Dragon Dio versus versus Alandro and Kaito match. Uh, Dylan, what do you think?
2: Yeah, I, this is the match I'm the most looking forward to by far, on uh, here, on this show. Uh, i very happy they decided to put this match up, I uh, give my boy Jason a title shot on my birthday here as well, so I'm uh, very happy to see that. I don't think it's impossible that they don't just drop the titles to them, considering all of the the back and forth with Yoshioka and the situation there. But I do think it's more likely that Kaito and Alejandro win, like, for the exact same reasons you say, uh, at the end of the day. But I, I wouldn't be surprised if they go with the title change here. If they, if they wanted to make it a big deal, start the new year off uh, in a big way, bunch of title changes, fresh start, blah blah blah. It wouldn't completely shock me, but I think I would lean more towards Kaito and Alejandro. Although I give it a little bit more credit that the the kung fu masters could win.
3: Yeah, uh, did, uh, Yannick. Um, I think
1: I think that Kaito and Alejandro will win. But I actually do not really care who wins, um, because. I, You know the the obvious match is the courage, and I'm looking forward to to getting that eventually. If if they uh, defend, on the other hand, um, Jackie and Jason being Twin Gate champions is awesome.
0: Like, yeah, I do not really care. True, the match will be good. Yeah, but for our our point standing, even though we all agree so far on the show. <laughs>
2: yeah, where where there's not a lot of change in this lately.
0: <laughs> it's
1: yes, it's it's only two matches you can really differ on, and with the triangles, we all, <laughs> we, yeah, all we all agree. The same.
0: So. Yeah. Uh, there is potential. Uh, I'm not saying that this will happen. Uh, don't have your hopes up for some advancement here, but it could. There is potential of Jackie and Jason imploding here, uh, and
2: Jordan no, not on my birthday. Yeah, we are I, not doing that on the twenty seventh of January. No, <laughs> true.
0: <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry for bringing it up. I'm just saying. Yes, you, you heard
2: my feelings, Sandre. Don't you care about my there, feelings?
0: There is a danger for it.
2: Okay. Well, if it comes true, the then I'll I will be proud of you. You just tried to warn me, and I appreciate that.
0: Speaking of danger, they open the Dreamgate title match and Luis Monte makes his first defense versus Shun Skywalker. Now, <laughs> a controversial first defense. Uh, as we all talked about on the Final Gate review, uh, I am still, as I, as I said then, I am still not sure about Luis Monte winning at Final Gate. And I'm still not sure about this being the first defense I have a strong feeling that Shinska will
3: be winning the title here There is I I, I just see
0: I, I, I don't like it, but I I only see that as the potential here because I I'm still not sure that Luis Monte winning like he did was the, the way he should have won the Dreamgate. And I, and I don't know where the title reign goes uh, now that uh, other than Shinskawa winning here. But I am open to hear some arguments. Um, Dylan, we can start with you.
1: We need to start with Dylan because I do not know.
0: Yeah, Dylan. What do you think about this match? Who do you who do you got? I have Shunma, Shun Skywalker. Uh, who? Do you oh, get? I thought you were
2: gonna say you have Shunma winning, coming back, Jump and ship to to Dragon Gate, <laughs> we'll win the Dream Gate. Okay, uh, <laughs> that would be a, a interesting if that happened. But no arguments for me. I think Shun's gonna win too. Actually, I thought he was gonna win last month. To, to be honest with you, if you were, if you remember our predictions, I was the one who predicted Shun to win, and they have went this other route with Monte. I could see them being tempted with the crowd reaction to not want to flip the title so early. But I think in the grand scheme of things, it helps more. As I said earlier, I think Jay is going to be a defense for Shun after he gets the title. And I think they're going to start that with having him beat the brats in a match. And that's a very easy first defense to set up. Uh, like uh, Have the rivalry already in their back pocket. Uh, build up to that. Add a little bit more spice to it. I think Jay gets the the Triangle Gate earlier, and Shun gets the Dream Gate here at the top. I just think there's much more interesting things to do with Shun as champion, even for Monte himself. I, I think it would be better to go yeah. back to chasing. So, very confusing. I, I'm like you. I'm very skeptical of the decision last month to put it on yeah. Monte, but uh, we'll we'll see. We'll see how it plays out. But I will predict Shun as well to just make it a cool a clean sweep <laughs> for us to predict all the same matches.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, with us uh, me and Dylan has have agree on every match on the show. Yannick I'm, I'm will
1: very, you Yes, agree. for the sake of being different. Oh. Or, no, for the sake of having a different ballot. Um <laughs> well, I'm Take very happy. Think. I'm very happy that Dylan also went with Shun because he made it easy for me. <laughs> I don't know where they want to go. Um, the thing with Monte is now that we have him for like three weeks as champion, he's boring.
0: Big as a champion, sucks. as a champion, he is pretty boring. There is no doubt. I'm like this guy to is way match. hotter
3: in the face. Yeah, yeah,
1: I'm looking forward to the match. The match will be great. I I think. Yeah. Um, even you know. With the expected uh, Shun fuckery, um, the shenanigans. I think the match will be great. And I would like to go with Monte just for the matches. But I don't know. My, Sorry, I, I, I don't know you. they know, and that's the very important part.
0: Yeah, I agree there. I, I have no idea if they have a, a clue, a plan for this, because we have seen, ever since Yukio Shouka dropped the title, there has not been a lot of plans for this title. Like There was like, oh, we're gonna get Kikura the title on this show where he broke his shoulder. That is the only plan we have. They... They... I have not been a fan of the Dreamgate for the last year, ever since Kikura... Uh, uh, won it, like I was a fan of him winning it, but I wasn't a fan of what they did after he won it, of them basically doing almost nothing. Um I just, I am very, very worried. Uh, maybe it will be better to just get it back on Shun Skywalker and do try to build some stories again. That and I think Monte beating Shun a- after re- kind of redeeming himself over the, over the next couple of months. Will be a stronger <laughs> win. Uh, like uh, I think I, Monday, Monday I will... winning King of Gate and facing Sh- uh, Shun at Kobe is a bigger win that, than him retaining here.
1: I'm betting money on uh, Park returning and winning the title again.
0: Oh my god, I would love that.
2: Why
1: did you say okay, <laughs> <Punk>? <laughs> Hey I came up with that a whole of twenty seconds ago.
0: <laughs> here's a, Here's um. Here's something I just came up with, or it, it, while we were discussing this match. What if? <laughs> what if we have not seen any gear change from a certain heel? What if in this match he turns on Luis Monte and the last two months?
2: Oh God! Matter? No. <laughs> oh, that sounds so disgusting. But
0: absolutely worst case scenario but there is not is it is a, a possibility of it happening
1: i was i was thinking let's give the title to okada no that would be too obvious let's co- let's go with the puck thing and you co- go with this
2: <laughs> i still like my idea of shunma coming a of Yeah, the best yes. <laughs> of, all, of all these uh, but yeah the hero idea like, the I thing is, it would, it. it would fit Shun's character to be this manipulative, you know, and, and everything, like, something like that. It actually, like, kind of. It would be stupid and terrible in so many ways, but also kind of logical in, in others. So I don't want that at all, at the it end would, of the day. It would
0: be a total WWE booking.
2: And the total. worst level, like, like 2011 yeah, WWE I mean, yeah. era, uh, era. You know. You also have to think too. Now, I agree with what Yannick said too. There may not be a big plan like going on that we're seeing right now. They might just be rolling with things, how things go. Maybe that, maybe that's what we saw. That would make sense. That justifies the theory of Monte winning the title last month. They might have just think, look, the crowds love Big Hug. We're gonna put the title on him, and that's that's as far as they got. Like they, yeah. they and didn't really do anything.
1: Credit the crowd. Do still love Big Hug.
2: Exactly, so I think there's merit to the idea of them just saying, well, screw it, he's our most over guy, right now these are our most over guys, so we're going to put the titles on him, and let's see how it works. Like, that's that's something to think about, at least, as a booker, and very like oddly straightforward, because most wrestling companies don't do it like that, where it's like the most popular guys get the titles, but they just said, look, this is our most over act, we don't really have anybody else cooking, we haven't built anybody else up all year. Ah, uh, Kikuda's reign wasn't that great, like, but now we have two guys who are very over. Let's just get, push him! Like, just push him, just do it! Who cares they, if it's logical? Let's go!
1: They need a true ace.
2: Well, they don't That's have that.
1: Right. <laughs> no. That's right. Yeah. Dragon Gate should make a play for Miku Ono.
0: Oh, oh, hell yeah. Okay.
2: <laughs> but now the whole company's gonna walk out if they do that.
0: Yeah, if we, if we go by uh, <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um,
0: so as a whole, I am I'm looking forward to the show. I I think I think this is the best lineup they could have done right now, uh, and I, I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty I'm pretty much looking forward to the show. I there are some some things here that I'm worried about. There's a the main event. It could go wrong in so many ways, and um, but I, I I am I hope I hope it all goes well, and I hope they have a good debut in the Yokohama Budokan, and I think that they will try to make this show a very very memorable show. It's,
3: it's the first Gator Bayside ever. Yeah, let's I agree with that.
0: <laughs> yeah, so let's move over to DDT. Uh, we have some. Title matches and title changes uh, to cover from earlier today, actually. Um, the KOD tag team title match from DBT Sweet Dreams 2024 tour in Shinagawa was a, a uh, not successful defense for Roman Stone, Samutakao, and Shota when then when they went against Damnation, Kiei, Daisuke Sasaki, and Kanon. Uh, not This match, nothing criminally bad in this match, but it was just a Damnation match. Uh, Kanon won with the Cobra Twist 2.0 over Shota after 14 minutes and 46 seconds. Um, and the titles are back on Damnation TA. Uh, now, this is the best uh, possible duo of Damnation TA, to be fair, but I am not a fan of it. <laughs> the, like The this tag division is not for me right now. Uh, and with them being challenged by Burning's Tetsuo Endo and Yuki Ino after, uh, I... May- maybe it will be a V-Zero reign, at least, for Kanon and Daisuke Sasaki. So, I watched this match I, I- for the show, and uh, I can't recommend it. Uh, Yannick, you said that you also watched this.
1: This was a fine match for what you could expect them to do. What do you think about the title change? Um
3: I think in storyline
1: because you said this is the best possible configuration of um of damnation not only yeah. match wise but also um also like status wise yeah so i think that's uh, that's good and you know shota is basically roman Dawn isn't a high caliber team so it's not the worst um the match was fine
3: who and... are the impersonators of
2: romance dawn that wrestle mm-hmm. a Ga- gun Ga- pro like because I don't think they're the same pr- people. Like uh, you know, there might be an impersonator around. Uh, I thought this match totally sucked. To be honest they're, with you, like
0: yeah, they're... Roman Stone are so great in Compro. It's insane.
2: Yeah. Yeah, like totally amateur hour wrestling from everyone involved. Like I like you know you could point the finger at anybody, but they were all bad. Like I thought this match was terrible and the title scene. Who could possibly be interested in this? Is what I want to know. Uh, and like you said, Romance Dawn isn't exactly lighting the world on fire, so it's not like I'm saying this is some horrible downgrade. It's just who could care about this, and then the burning team coming in. I mean, that's that's another boring team. I don't want to see these people in big matches. I don't know. I didn't think anything of this match, to yeah. be honest. And I like Romance what? Dawn. Like, what? It,
1: what I did not understand about this is like you have this heel team of damnation, and they're not over the top heelish here, and all of it, all of a sudden Shota starts doing low blows. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's what the, Mr. Shota the style. <laughs>
0: I mean, he, is, he I mean, his whole thing is that he's Eddie Guerrero, like that. He tries to be Eddie Guerrero. Yeah, <laughs> he's a trickster. I know, but yeah, um, yeah. That uh, I, whatever the KOD tight scene has been terrible since Shunmao lost the titles. Uh yeah, I'm totally of- saying. Like,
2: who could care about this? Okay,
0: okay. Rent, rent part two. Okay, okay. <laughs> Um,
1: because out came Eno and Endo. And I don't hate it because Eno needs something to do. He obviously cannot go without without a gimmick, and you know, put him. Rather, I'd rather have them throw something against the wall and look if it sticks than yeah. just. So, and this is the the biggest names Burning can can offer apart from, like. Not the part from but like it's also the only names because, because Koroku is injured and Okada has a tumor that needs to be operated on. Yeah. Get
0: well soon. Get well soon. Get well soon, yes. Um well.
1: it that's obviously the big trend in DDT getting getting a tumor in the abdomen.
0: Aww. Aww. Don't say that. <laughs> Chris is soon coming back. Yes. Yes. Okay,
1: um, I- but I so we, we have this, you know, there's a, this change in the unit landscape, Eno joint um, burning. I don't hate it. Um, I don't care for it also. So we, we di- in the last few months, we disbanded pheromones, which is good. Um, we disbanded disaster box, and now eruption it leaves and what we got for it before. what we got for it was Schadenfreude international and there i say it again the new th- the new unit sucks yeah
0: well it's only chris brooks and Mas- masara who are like the the big guys in that unit like, all respect to Masahiro Masa Takanashi and Antonio Honda, but you guys aren't the lead members of a unit, like the, the highlights of a unit.
1: Masa uh, is basically only acceptable if he's teaming with
2: Chris in a yeah. straight tag match. Yeah. I hate it because I used to be a, such a fan of his, but...
1: He's he's been, getting older. Been like, I'm not, yeah, I'm not it's even been holding rough. it against him. No, no, you're, you're right. Like, nothing you said yeah. was wrong. Um, like, where are we
0: going? Yeah, uh, I, I, I. Horimao is Higuchi right now.
1: <laughs> yes. Well, one's an outsider, and the other two are injured.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, uh, the only think... good thing is that we discovered that uh, Sana Kamina is literally the, the gentleman bastards. <laughs> And um Hirata is a temporary member of Sona which is also really good.
0: Uh, hey, shout out to everyone that uh, knows uh, that are fans of the Gentleman Bastard series, uh, like me and Yannik are. <laughs>
1: and Roof, shout out
0: to Roof. Yeah, and Roof. Uh, but yeah, uh, right now DDT is in massive need of some of a big new unit. Uh, I I honestly think. That Naya should join Harimao because him and Higuchi have very good Thai chemistry, and I just think that that will be. I think that is a good one to have.
1: Actually, yes.
0: And there is there is just a lot of a lot of pieces that needs reshuffling in in DDT when it comes to the units. Uh, he make, it will be interesting to see where Hidek Yukitani goes now. Uh, mm. I, I think there is a lot of potential to have Ida s start it almost not start his own faction, but be a, a, a big member of in of a new kind of unit.
1: And they obviously have something planned with him um because on one of the shows, of the live shows, um on the first one yesterday I, yeah. I don't know what happened on which shows uh, because I watched them back-to-back to yeah. back today.
0: yesterday. Yesterday, he went to a time limit draw with Tetsu Endo.
1: Yes. So, they basically had, like, uh, rookies versus veterans uh, singles matches, like five of them. Um, and he looked pretty good against Endo. Like, he, he got a lot and he got the time limit draw. Um, yeah. I think there's something coming off this. So... We'll see.
3: And
2: let us not forget Yoshitatsu Kingdom.
0: No, no, please. Please. No. <laughs> let us forget that? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't even start to remember it.
1: Um, what about. Like, just building out um, Horimo would be enough, I think, because yeah. they've been such a non-factor for such a long time.
0: Yeah, uh, Okatane with Harma would could be an interesting slot for him. Yeah, uh, I he agree has it, yeah. the history. Um, uh, so yeah, but I am uh, we we, uh, we can't do anything about the, all of that now. And I I think we're gonna get some changes soon in the E D T when it comes to the unit landscape. And I hope that is a hope, of course. But I also want to touch on the other uh, title match that happened today which was the DDT Universal Title match Mao defending against Brian Keith from West Coast Pro and other West Coast based promotions in uh the United States also ROH and AEW. Uh this was great. I I th- thought this was such a fun match. And it was so fun to see Brian Keith coming over and I I liked a lot of the 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 comedy spots here of uh Mao making Brian Keith choose between elbows, chops, or kicks. <laughs> and it's all leading, leading to Brian Keith just screaming, fuck you, Mao, and then chopping him really hard. Very good spots. I, I thought this was really fun. Uh, it led to Mao winning with the running palm soul after eight mi- 18 minutes and 27 seconds. And yeah, big recommend here. Uh, V4 for Mao. What do you guys think about
3: this
2: match? What do you think, um, Yannick?
1: On the match itself, I thought it was good. Um I probably should re watch it um sometime to fully appreciate it. I just um like I knew Brian Keith. Brian Keith is a very cool, very good wrestler. Um and he has I think he really does have the right qualities to be a DDT wrestler. Like, he's memorable, he has charisma, he has a gimmick, as dumb as it sounds. Um, He just has personality. Um, I was. He reminded me a, a bit of The Giant and Reverend yeah and like he's the first foreigner in a while that really feels like he fits into DDT,
0: yeah. And it's a shame because he isn't staying, yeah, yeah, Uh,
1: but a very cool match as expected, yeah. Dylan, what do you think?
2: Yeah, I was thinking that I was like, we won't see him much longer. like he's oh, he's going to no, get no. signed real, 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 real soon. I thought this was like the thing is, Mao, has had like crazier stuff that he's done and like more memorable stuff but in terms of actual wrestling this might have been one of his best performances in my opinion i thought he was like a really great opponent here i don't know maybe the main event slot made him feel something even though it was a small show uh, maybe Brian coming in. Uh, Brian Keith, one of the best indie workers, in my opinion. I think he showed it once again here. Uh, I thought he was another one. Really came in, brought everything you would want. Uh, brought something out of Mao a little bit with the strike battles that that he had. I thought Keith, man, just such a great wrestler. And Mao, I was so impressed by. This was to me, seriously, one of his best matches, in my opinion. Just as as again, he's done crazy stuff before and, and DDT stuff, but just as a wrestler this was probably the most I've been impressed by him that I could ever remember, and I thought it was a really great main event, like, one of the better DDT matches in in a long time, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, this has definitely, for me, this is the best match DDT has had this year so far, of the show Yeah. uh, So far. Uh, (laughs) The goddamn exploded through the corner was amazing on the outside. Uh, An amazing spot. Brian Keith I said this in 2022, I said that he, he is one of the most unsung heroes on the independent scene in the States. And that was before he had this, like, he had a pretty big year last year for the uh, the 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 state uh, the American independence scene, which is a very, very low scene right now. There's not a lot of bus going around at all.
2: Yeah, you got Texas and California, and he was the be- Like one of the best guys on both of them, uh, you know, pretty much. And now he's yeah. in AEW almost every week. Like I said, he's like Queen Aminata. Like he's yeah. getting signed, uh, yeah. and he'd be. It would be stupid if they didn't for him, especially. Uh, but that, yeah, uh,
0: honestly, to bring it back to what we were talking about earlier in the pissing contest between AEW and, and WWE, it's a shame because I have a feeling that we will never. Yeah, see where will him he go? go? Yeah, yeah. A foreigner will never get really big over in Japan, because they all, if they, instantly when they get hot, everyone will want them in either WWE or AEW. And I don't like that.
2: I just Um, get the feeling for him, this was like this was for him, like to come yeah. to wrestle in Japan. Uh, you know, he, it's not like he built anything in Japan beforehand, uh, or that like he was already getting signed for based on his indie work. So he took this like sidestep tour while he still can, uh, yeah. and came. And he happened to be where where it was, and he, I thought he did great.
1: He also did uh, a ten out of ten tweet about Japan is perfect. I love it here. everything's so clean. The food is fantastic. I also j- just saw a Nissan Skyline on the street. <laughs>
0: Yeah, uh I it, it's it's cool because I know he um, he tried out for progressing NOAH in 2021 uh to come over to, to uh, I think the spot that Sean Legacy got. Uh Yeah. And uh like I I remember he he said I I can't I don't remember when where he said it, but I remember uh, hearing that he said that he was very disappointed because Going to Japan has always been a dream for him, and I'm I'm very glad that he he got the opportunity here. And I, I wish he w- could be stay around longer.
1: Uh,
0: there, there's a lot of potential here for him.
1: Yeah, absolutely. But, uh, because we were talking about this just now with Brian Keith with Fukada, what I was thinking watching this match, man, for how much longer will we see Mao?
0: Yeah, yeah, I think he has a lot of interest in the states.
1: That
3: Mao is, is Maki
0: Ito. Oh, oh. <laughs> tell me, <laughs> i he a... just
2: wants to do death matches.
0: Uh, yeah, he's very glad, he's, he's very he likes going to the states, that is true. Um, but I am very excited about his next challenger, uh, because after this match. Out came Hika, uh Machida, uh, Machina, who challenged Shun Mao last year with uh, Yuki Sakaguchi in a great uh, tag title match, uh, if you guys remember. And yep. he, sa- he said that, or Mao said, Oh, I remember, I remember you when we faced each other for the tag titles last year. I never got to kick, kick with you, but it was your fault because my wrestling got wilder. And against you, I'm sure it will be even better. And yeah, uh, Hikaru Machina said that he didn't get to continue DDT when he lost to the KOD Tag Title match, but now he has one thing to do, and that is a Universal Title match for against Mal, and that has been set, signed for February twenty fifth in Corkin Hall. And man, I am very much looking forward to that match. Weren't we talking just a few
1: weeks um, ago, like, where has he been? Um, He was cool.
3: Um, Yeah. Very happy
1: about that. Machida's cool.
2: We know the movers and shakers at DDT. They get their ideas right here, baby. When we brought them up, they had to bring them back.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. But yeah, I'm I'm very much looking forward to that match. It, it will it will be fun. And uh, with that, uh, uh, Maut thanked uh, the crowd for two back days in Shinagawa. And uh, he said that Ueno will retain the open weight next weekend, and Shunma will win the Extreme title uh, title back next weekend. Uh, oh. And that brings me to sweet dreams. Uh, but if you want to say anything more about uh, the two Yonegawa shows.
1: Yes. Do. Yeah. Um, from the first show, if you want to watch some lighthearted DDT stuff, the four way tag match is funny. At least I thought so. Um, it's a mid-core DDT comedy match. So you know what to expect. In the main event, we got the return of NWA. New wrestling Ideru. Mao, Shonma, and Makoto Ishii and the did the, the song and the dance and everything. I loved every second of it.
2: <laughs> this is yeah. very
3: good. But um,
1: now we, when when you said um about you know UNO um defending and so on. Have you guys seen the backstage comments of Sana Kamina with honorary member, temporary member, not honorary, um, Kazuki Hirata?
0: I'm looking at it right now.
1: <laughs> Hirata said after next week, every member of Sana Kamina, including him, will be champion. He forgot that he is facing Shunma Katsubata. Sandra, (laughs) tell us us the rules
0: of that title match. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Um, (laughs) I I I will wait until we get into that match of the preview. So I want because I want to give the undercard. uh, I want to shout out some matches on the undercard first. Uh, Because next weekend on in exactly one week on the twenty eighth of January, Tokyo Korokan Hall. Is DDT Sweet Dreams 2024? Opener, baby dark match, but opener right now. Sashiro Takagi, Toru, Washi, Akito, and Shinshiro Kawamatsu, and Yune versus Harashima, Tomiya, who is a uh, Sapporo uh, independent wrestler, Antonio Honda, Takeshi Masara and Kasumisume in a 10 man tag. That is the normal get everyone on the card match. Then a preview for the next uh, KOD tag title match. Six man tag Teto Endo, and Yuku, uh, you know, the next challengers, and teams up with Rukia to go against the champions Daisuke Sasaki, Kanon, and MJ Paul. Of course, MJ Paul is not the champion, but you know what I mean. Um, then Mao's birthday com- uh, um, Mao's birthday match Mao and Takamichi teams up to face CDK, Chris Brooks, and Masahiro Takenashi. I think this is Chris Brooks' return match. Then, special singles match. AEW's Konosuke Takeshita returns to face Dragon Gate legend Naruki Doi. Big, big match for me. I I, I say, even though I said earlier that I, I don't really want Takeshita to come over here and not put over people, I'm fine with it being Naruki Doi because, I mean, it's Noruki Doi. He can, he can take as many losses as he can needs to uh, but i'm looking forward to that match on the work with wise level uh then yuki sakaguchi's final cork and hall match special singles match yuki sakaguchi versus hideki okitani let's go i am so much lo- i'm so looking forward to that match yes then the kod six man tag titles are on the line in a dead or alive contra dead or alive match uh Yuno Akiyama, Donshu and Makaroishi, the champions also called Dead or Alive, takes on Hikaru Sato, Kazusara Higuchi, and Ryoya Kawamura, who are also called Dead or Alive.
1: You know that DOA stands for Dino Oishi
0: Akiyama. Well, Dramatic deity says Dead or Alive. Really? Yes. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, damn. Okay. <laughs> uh, then the ddt extreme title which is your destiny toiko jima challenge deathmatch kazuki hirada defense against shima katsumata and god damn it i love these rules the match rules is whenever kazuki hirada or shima katsumata scores a two count fall the mission knockout or cannot win then the kojima challenge will begin where toiko jima will be forced to be uh, to do a task and if he succeed, then the match will the match result will stand. If he fails, then the match will restart. This will go on until Toikujima passes a challenge. Toikojima is not aware of the challenges. <laughs> what, um, is, what is a what a stipulation.
1: <laughs> I just remembered that I said I'm not sure if it was on air or if it was on Discord or something. That I said I, that I want them to do a double pin and thus both be champion. That would that would make the backstage comments of today true. That every single person would be champion then.
0: Genius. <laughs> this is an amazing match. <laughs> like the rules is amazing. Uh, I, I'm sure that will be a big highlight. Um, and I am very much looking forward to that. And then the main event, the KOD Openweight Title is on the line. Yukio Nino makes his first defense versus DoGP winner Yukio Naya. So yeah, that's big corking. Um, big predictions. Uh, we we won't do predictions for every match on the card, but who do you guys ha- have in the KOD Openweight Title match?
2: Bueno. Yeah. Yeah, totally agree.
1: Yeah. I, I It would be it would be a mistake to take bueno, the title from Weno. The chances opinion. are not zero.
3: Uh, V0? Maybe. Uh,
0: yeah. I mean... Well, yeah, nothing's I, I ever not
2: zero a... zero, but it would be yeah. really goofy <laughs> if they did it, so... I
0: would not be a fan of it, in my opinion. So, but yeah, I, I'm I'm looking forward to the show. It should be a fun Corkin and uh, yeah, that will be next weekend's recording. Will be Gate of Bayside and Sweet Dreams from Corkin Hall, and uh, yeah, that's it.
3: So, do you guys have any final things
0: to say?
2: Yeah, I do actually, Sandre. Um, first and most importantly thank you to everybody who listens to the show Uh, you know it's always uh, hopeful that we put on the best show we can talking about DG DDT a little underrepresented sometimes in the Perez podcasting game if you want to hear some more check out my other show about Japanese pro wrestling the Eastern Lariat we did our award show last week. Uh, amazing production. It was kind of a spectacle, to be honest. Uh, I put a lot of work into it. Uh, and we will continue on that path, which we did have a lot of DG and DDT nominations. Maybe not as many winners, as some say, but we still had some uh, things to talk about with everybody. Uh, and We did do a show about Okada, as we mentioned earlier as well. Check out Wrestle Update. I almost also did awards on that, which were really goofy <laughs> to be honest but i uh, they were a lot of fun actually like the, those awards as well we're gonna do a, a worst stuff show too uh that's coming in that should be equally insane uh, i did a show on lucha talk and even got a nice comment on cage match and usually the inmates uh they're not big on commenting on podcasts but they somebody said something nice we appreciated it uh the lucha talk wasn't really awards but if you want to hear all about the stuff that happened in mexico in 2023 that's a good hookup for it you get a lot of cool stuff there uh, so hopefully you guys check that out and always continue to support uh, everybody out there who's talking about Japanese pro wrestling and doing the best they can.
1: Oh, I just yeah. learned you could commentate on podcasts on Cage Match.
2: That's right. Maybe maybe that's why people don't know. Ooh, sometimes we've got a couple before, but it's not that. You know, and we get like a lot of like hits on the on them. Like it's not like nobody sees the pages. It's just you know comments are very rare.
3: Yeah.
2: Only oh, we've had nice ones though, so I I appreciate that. Right from the inmates.
3: What about you, Yannick? You got anything to say? Um wish me luck some luck on my exams. I need it. It's hard. School sucks. Yeah.
1: I'm actually afraid that I've shot my first two.
0: Ah, it will work out. Uh, I have something to uh, shout out for both me and Janik. Uh, We took part of the Strong Stylish big super show of Actress Girls 2023. It was a big gathering of all the people who cover Actress Girls on uh, the hero scene. And it was a two-parter episode where we all talked about our favorite things in Actress Girls. And... uh, Definitely check that out because it was a big project that the strong stylish boys did uh, put together. And I know i me I talked with strong stylish for a long time, and he's, he he had a lot of editing to do there, <laughs> so yeah uh,
1: it's uh, just really interesting. It's like six people um that he basically interviewed, and like it's one after the other, so every everyone got like half an hour yeah um you know, year in re- review and I thought it was really good. It's really interesting because of this you no know, everybody has the time to talk. Um because it's just a one on one conversation with Sonoda. And he did a great job with editing. It had to be a really big, a yeah. really big <laughs> uh, job.
0: So yeah, this was I w- fun. W- wanted to shout out that and it w- because it was a very cool project and I'm I'm glad that we took part of it. But yeah, uh, other than that, I think that's it for this week. We will see you next week for sweet Bayside dreams. (laughs) But until next week, as always, be ready, wake up,
3: and go.